You really need to talk to the folks here at Next Level. I've got to tell you, just speaking to the people here, they are fired up, they get it, they've got the right balance, and they're all increasing their income, they're increasing their production. But you're dealing with uh, people that are in the trenches dealing with this, our practitioners, had failures, had successes, learned from it, and it's about helping you not just like get through the next month, but it's about creating legacy business for yourself. But I can tell you that uh, you are mission focused. I know you're purpose focused, and and I can tell you that every loan officer that I've communicated with um, that's been part of your platform has been a raving fan. Hello, hello, everyone. Sean Zamanoff here with your Next Level Loan Officers podcast, the number one podcast for loan officers in this great land. Hey, if you are looking to find out more information or these podcasts have just been so beneficial and you're ready to plug in, you can go to becomenextlevello.com and uh, sign up, find some more about us, email support, anything you need to do right from there that uh, tickles your fancy. So uh, we have a special guest today. All our guests are special, but <laughs> Tyler's part of our mastermind. Tyler, are you an OG? Have you been since the, like you're, you're almost an OG if you're not. Pretty early. Um, I think I came to the first live event in Dallas. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. Uh, so we have Tyler Hodgson. He runs, uh, owns Next Mortgage in uh, the DFW area. Where, where, where are you in exactly? Uh, our office is in Capel, which is right next to the airport. Nice. Um, so, uh, you know, Tyler runs a mega successful mortgage brokerage, newly married to a beautiful lady. So uh, congratulate him for that. Uh, recently built a house. Uh, and you've been buying some investment property. You built a nice commercial building last year. So that, you're just, your, your DNA is more than busy, huh? Yeah. I mean, I, I can't stop. I can't relax. So, uh, just stay busy always. And when you look back, you're like, wow, look at all these things I've accomplished. But, uh, yeah. So I want everybody to understand where you started and what you built, but, you know, this is your opportunity just to, just to brag a little bit. And it's really not even bragging. It's just telling people where you're at right now. Uh, so talk about what you're closing this year, what you closed last year. You got 20 originators working with you. And tell us where your company's at, what what you're doing. And, and then let's kind of go back to uh, close to the beginning and work our way uh, through your story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, my per- I personally produce and then obviously I have a team, other loan officers who do their own personal production as well. And then we have our ops and support staff that um, assist everybody. So last year, I my personal production was like 216 units. I think that's like 61 million or so in volume. Um, and then as a company, we did 600 units. So it was a large portion, like 33% of the company volume. This year, I'm on track, again, somewhere between probably 200 and 220 units personal production. And the company will do about 1,000 or 1,100 units. Um, and that's currently, we're sitting at about 20, 20 originators. Uh, we've got a couple part-timers who work other jobs, but you know, a large portion of them are, are full-timers, newly licensed loan officers who joined NXT 
fresh and brand new and have trained them up. And then we've got a couple other seasoned loan officers who joined in. Um, but a lot of our team has been brand new to the industry, just like I was, and just like a lot of us were, you know, most, most people just kind of happen into the industry. Um, but yeah, we're, we're growing, we're continuing to add more loan officers. And at this point, I don't have a specific number or mind, you know, of how big we're going to grow, but I, you know, I really love our culture and our team feel. And as long as we can keep that integrity and, and keep the family vibes, then I think we'll continue to grow. Um, if I ever feel like we're just getting too big, like I'm an anti-corporate kind of guy, I wear t-shirts and stuff. So if we start yeah. getting too corporate, I told everyone to slap me over the back of the head and tell me to stop. So that's, that's where we're at. So that's pretty epic growth from uh, 600 to 1,000 or 1,100 loans, man. Congra- congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, you know, we uh, we just did a podcast recently with with Barry Habib, and uh, some of y'all may know who he is. And uh, he originated a couple billion dollars in loans during his mortgage career. And, uh, and one of the things that, that he mentioned that I've been talking about with my team a lot is stacking the S-curves on top of each other. Obviously, almost every one of us in the industry had one last year, but but Tyler, you're you're repeating that again this year, and and that's where we win. That's where the dominance comes in, and exponential growth happens when you, you can do that year over year. So you're definitely uh, unique in the fact that, um, dude, you're you're a CPA. Most people in uh, in the mortgage world are not a CPA. Yeah. I tend to be reviewing some tax returns from time to time, but uh, <laughs> dude, how do you, how does a CPA end up owning a, uh, an awesome mortgage company and, and get to where you're at? Well, I definitely get in a lot of arguments with underwriters about tax returns because <laughs> they think they know and they don't, <laughs> um, but that's beside the point. Um, so I guess we can go back on kind of my origin, how I got in the mortgage industry a little bit and you know, how i did accounting and CPA and then fell into mortgage. So originally uh, I joined joined the Marine Corps after high school. So I served four years mm-hmm. in the military. Um, you know, I'm obviously the better looking Marine out of myself and Kenneth Travis. Obviously. Um, <laughs> but uh, after, after the Marines, I went back to college. I went to University of North Texas, which is here just north of the DFW Metroplex. And... Um, some of you know them because they finally made the March Madness basketball tournament. Otherwise, nobody's probably ever heard of the that university. So I went to college for accounting and thought that I was going to work my way up the corporate ladder, doing finance, become a CFO of a big company. I always kind of had these goals and motivations to, you know, climb the corporate ladder and and I was interested in finance and numbers. So while I was in college, I wanted to use my VA loan to purchase a house because I was also getting interested in real estate investing. I was, why am I throwing away money on rent? When I've got roommates, I can go buy a house and have some roommates pay my mortgage. So I tried to get approved for a VA loan and actually met with a lady who owned a small mortgage company and uh, through a veterans organization. I was like, hey, I want to use my VA loan. She's like, well, you don't qualify because you're you're working part-time and you're in college, you're using the GI bill, you don't have enough income. I was like, well, my roommates are going to help pay. And she's like, no, you can't qualify. But she offered me a job instead. <laughs> so she needed help with some accounting and admin stuff for her mortgage company. So I went for a mortgage, ended up getting a job. And I started working for this company 
Um, at the same time, I finished up college. I got my CPA. I did an, an internship at an accounting firm doing CPA work and kind of quickly realized like, yeah, this isn't for me. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to do this and climb this corporate ladder like I thought I was going to. And after working at that other mortgage company for a little while, I started to see the ins and outs of, of the numbers, the finance, the process, and, and decided just being very entrepreneurial myself and a go-getter, um, wanted to go start my own thing and, uh, you know, make, make a better process for, for my team, make a better process for my customers, you know, charge less fees and, and pay my people more and, and find a way to make it work. So that's how um, NXT Mortgage was born and decided in late 2016 to go start my own brokerage. And in 2017 is when the company actually got officially licensed. So at that time, when I made that jump, I had just got my personal license uh, as a loan officer in January of 2016. So I had closed like 11 or 12 loans before I decided to go open my own brokerage. Um, Great idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, was, to I, like, I, I had seen it all at that point. I, I knew everything. Um, so I just you know, decided to make the jump. I, I started doing accounting stuff. The company I was working for, they kept trying to tell me to get my mortgage license. And I just said, no, I'm not a salesperson. I'm an accounting person. I'm, I sit behind a desk and do numbers. There's no way I'm going to be a good loan officer. And you know, now I'm closing 200 units a year. So well, they were I, right. You're, you're I, a great loan officer. So I, I guess I was. <laughs> um, so yeah, I ended up getting licensed and then started my own brokerage. So that's sort of how I fell into it. Honestly, it, it just came down to me trying to use my VA loan and I got offered a job at a mortgage company and just sort of found the path and and very thankful for it, very blessed and and love what I do. Um, I don't know that I would have ended up here if I hadn't gone down those routes, but I would have ended up doing something, I think, similar. So yeah. You know, Tyler, if, if there wasn't a guy who came into the bar that I worked at all the time in college. Um, and like, I wouldn't ended up in the mortgage business either. I don't know anybody actually, you know, at, at this point being 43 years old, uh, I know a few people who, uh, who are a few years older than me, whose sons are now in the business. So they may have grown up saying, I want to be a loan officer, but not right. many people grow up saying they want to be a loan officer. Yeah. First generation mortgage people. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so a couple things I I, I want to ask you uh, first. Before I get into the questions that I want to ask you, one man, like there's a, there's something special about NXT and just the culture of what you've created, uh, what you give back to the community, and, and just a little bit about who you are um, as really an individual, but as a company as well too. And and I think that's you know. That's what's let you attract some great people. Uh, that's what's allowing you to build. And and man, I mean, you want to you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, our our culture has been very important. So since I started the company, I've wanted to be able to give back to others, give back to my team. I've always just kind of had this drive to to find my own personal success. Like I'm definitely personally driven and motivated, and I want to be the best. I want to be number one on the list always. I'm very Which you, you were on Scotsman's last year again. Yeah, it wasn't number one, <laughs> but uh, but you know, very competitive myself. But I've also has been driven to see others succeed and help other people get success. Mm -hmm. And I think that kind of stemmed from my Marine Corps career. 
um, you know, when I when I was new and and finally started learning things and getting experience, and then we had new guys coming in. You know, I love to train them and help them become successful too. So, you know, our culture has always been about helping others, giving back, and uh, you know, one thing we do our progress over profits on my T-shirt. Uh, we donate ten percent of our profits from every loan. Uh, we donate that back to a charity selected by the client. So every single client gets a post-closing survey. If they fill that survey out, they get to choose the organization that will donate back to them. Um, administratively, a little bit cumbersome versus just saying, I'm going to donate X amount to this charity. But it has a lot more impact to the clients and to our team when, you know, Sean can pick the uh, charity that's important to him and Tyler can pick the veterans organization that's important to him. You know, everyone can have their choice and it takes our bias out of it, too. So from a political correctness standpoint, no one can be mad at me for donating money to a certain place because believe it or not, if you donate money somewhere, like someone's going to get mad at you. Um, well, we live in a world where everybody's offended about everything. Really? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, why'd you donate? Why'd you donate money here? Like, okay. Why did you help those kids? Don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Eat kids. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. Um, the, uh, uh, so going back a few years, man, if, if you, if the, the Tyler Hodgson of 2021 is going back to, to 2016, 2017, and they are talking to uh, a man, as far as mortgage years go, a much younger version of yourself. Mm -hmm. um, what would you tell yourself? And I tell myself there's going to be a refi boom in 2020 and go, go open up a call center with 100 uh, headset jockeys. Now, um, in all seriousness, I mean, I'm very happy with the path I've had and, and I'd say I wouldn't change it for the world. But, um, you know, I think our growth has been steady and methodical. Um, I feel like if you grow too fast, that creates a lot of pain. Um, or if you grow too slow, well, then there's pain there as well. So I feel like the path has been pretty steady. Um, if I wanted to accelerate things or do things a little better, you know, my advice to myself would probably be to hire, you know, support staff, hire assistance for myself sooner. Um, you know, there's always that balance between where's our revenue at and do I want to hire someone or should I hold off and make sure things are a little more steady? You know, you go from closing one or two loans a month to now you're closing three or four or five or six. And you're just not sure if you're going to be able to maintain that five or six a month. So you don't want to go hire someone and put that salary on payroll. And then all of a sudden your five or six drops back to two or three. So there's always kind of that fear, I think, with everybody at every level of your business. I mean, even right now, our company doing many more loans per month, but there's always in that back of your head, like, is the next month going to hold up? But, you know, 2020, we had a lot of refinances. Now we're going back to mostly purchase. So are we going to be able to continue this volume? So uh, my advice would be to hire sooner and like the volume will follow, you know, focus on operations and, and, and sales will come. Um, that, that's probably my one piece of advice to younger Tyler. So, so friends, if you're listening to this, that there is, I can count them on no hands because that's how many it takes. There are zero successful originators that I know that have ever said I should have put off hiring. Right. Every single person that's successful says that they should have hired sooner 
and they should have hired more. And, you know, two guys that, that, that I like a lot from uh, the old school and the new school, uh, Mark Cuban from the new school, Warren Buffett from the old school, man, your, your, your hometown Dallas Mavericks there. Yeah. Uh, it, they will both tell you. And if you read what they talk about, the best investment you can make is in yourself. And so as you're thinking about your business and you're thinking about what you're doing, the number one investment that you can make is in yourself. And if you're at a point where you can close five or six loans a month or, or four loans a month is where, where the stress hits and you can bring that person on, the growth usually happens. The things that you find for them to do happen. And man, it's just, you win. So please, if you got it, man, man, bet on yourself. There's no better investment that, that you can make. So Tyler, people always ask the question, what would you go tell your former self? But let's say we're, we're talking to the Tyler Hodgson a year from now. And what are you telling yourself right now that you need to be doing uh, to prepare for what's ahead? What, what, what are the plans, man? We, we live a very reactive world. Most loan officers live a very reactive world. Most mortgage companies live a very reactive world. So what are you doing right now to prepare for the success that, that lays ahead? And, and what groundwork are you laying, man? Because I know a year ago, dude, if we could all hire 10 more people or open up that call center, we would have done it. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, so we kind of mentioned it when we were just catching up before the before the podcast call here, and I mentioned uh, my lovely wife Kim. She's quitting her full time job. She's going to come full time into helping NXT and myself. Um, you know, a mix between helping with my personal production and helping with just corporate administrative type functions, so I can continue to focus on company strategy and vision and and ideas. Cause you know, that's what a lot of us entrepreneurs are like, we're the ideas and vision people. And, um, so I think I'm going to move more into a strategy type role and having, you know, again, hiring more people and bringing more people under me to do more of the administrative and execution portions of my strategy. Um, as a company, we're not investing- work on loans. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I like doing loans, but, um, and I'd like to continue to do some loans. Like I got I feel like I should always kind of be involved in that a little bit, stay in touch with it. Just like, you know, you next level coaches, like you guys still, still produce. I don't want to stray too far away from that, but I don't want to do 20 a month myself. That's, that's too much. Well, you can have them closing your name. You just need somebody else doing all the work for you. Yeah. Yeah. That too. Um, so yeah, so we're also investing in building out some technology for our company specific, uh, just for task management, project management, um, internal accounting type so to get off of spreadsheets, right? Like everyone's got all these spreadsheets. Um, you know, some people have different CRMs and stuff, but we're trying to build something internally focused just to help really hone our processes. Awesome. Um, and so we're investing in technology. So yeah, I think. Uh, just reinvesting in the business and uh, opening myself up to do to do more things towards growing the business, and that's uh, that's what I'll be doing in the next year. Awesome, brother. We appreciate you. Thanks for uh, spending some time with us today and sharing your story and knowledge with with everyone who is watching or listening on uh, this awesome day. 
Again, friends, I mentioned at the beginning, uh, Next Level Loan Officers is the number one podcast for originators by originators in the mortgage world. You can go to become Next Level LO to find out more about us, to see our other podcasts. You can go to Spotify or wherever your preferred method is and uh, and download, stream, YouTube, and watch if you would like. Uh, Tyler, my pleasure. I appreciate you, bro. And uh, everyone listening, have an amazing rest of your day. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it.